Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to Hollywood and Levine. I am Ken Levine, your podcast host, with an announcement. For the third year in a row on this podcast, I will be reviewing the Academy Awards. That's right, my snarky, bitchy Oscar review is back. Now, the ceremony will be on February 24th, that's Sunday night. So uh, right after, I will write and record my review, and then we will drop the podcast as early as we can on Monday morning, February 25th. See, I always do it that way because if I should have an observation that somebody else has later, you know that I didn't steal it from them because I did my review and recorded it long before I got a chance to see what anybody else wrote or had to say about it. So that is on February 25th. And as a result, this is going to be kind of a short podcast since the new one is going to come up in just a few days. But I thought I would get you ready for the Oscars with some Oscar dish. And this is really sort of the dark side of the Oscars. I know everyone is getting so excited about it. Well, not everybody. Well, maybe five people in the world. But uh, there's also a, a lot of disappointment and there have been a lot of snubs. There have been some terrible choices. So I thought I would get into that and talk a little bit about uh, the downside of awards. First of all, guess who never won an Academy Award? Are you ready? Alfred Hitchcock. That's right. Alfred Hitchcock never won an Academy Award, not for directing, not for anything. I think he got some goofball honorary award, but he didn't win the actual competition. Cary Grant. Cary Grant never won an Academy Award. Barbara Stanwyck, one of the greatest actresses of our time, never won an Academy Award. Neither did Henry Fonda. And Judy Garland never won one. Now, when she was a kid, she got like a kid's award when she did The Wizard of Oz. But again, in terms of actual competition, like when she did The Star is Born, nothing. No Academy Award for Judy Garland. Robert Mitchum. Now, if you saw Cape Fear, you know this guy deserved an Oscar. Longtime actor... Robert Mitchum never won an Academy Award. Tom Cruise, 
has never won. He was nominated a couple of times, but he has never won an Academy Award. Nor has Ridley Scott, the director, Ralph Fiennes, the actor, and Will Smith. And Will Smith is significant because you know this guy wants it so badly. And it's like every year he tries to take some movie that he feels will have the gravitas enough to finally win him that coveted award. So far, nothing. And here's one that might shock you, especially all of you film students. The great Stanley Kubrick never won a Best Directing Oscar. He was nominated four times, but he never won. Meanwhile, Kevin Cosner has won. Okay, how fair is that? Myrna Loy, remember her from The Thin Man? She did lots and lots of movies. Nope, never won an Oscar. Charles Chaplin never won an Oscar. Now, they both got honorary Oscars, But again, it ain't the same thing. And how about this? Who's a bigger movie star, even though she's been dead for 57 years? Marilyn Monroe. Not only has she never won an Academy Award, she was never even nominated. Amy Adams, by the way, is still alive and hanging in there. Amy Adams so far, 0 for 5. And Glenn Close still has not won an Academy Award. What about Samuel L. Jackson? Well, he's only had one nomination in his long, illustrious career. That, of course, was for Pulp Fiction, but he lost to Martin Landau for Ed Wood. Martin Landau, of course, played uh, Bela Lugosi. You know... Sam should have gotten it, but Martin Landau deserved it too that year. So it was kind of uh, Sam's tough luck that that movie came out the same year as Ed Wood. No early love for Martin Scorsese. When you look at some of his classic movies, some of the best movies of his career, they all lost. He eventually won for movies that, quite frankly, weren't as good, and they were kind of make-up awards, but still, Taxi Driver, an amazing movie, beaten by Rocky, Raging Bull. How great is Raging Bull? That was beaten by Ordinary People. When was the last time you saw Ordinary People? Goodfellas, another great Scorsese movie. That was beaten out by Dancing with Wolves. And, you know, I mentioned Rocky winning the Academy Award. Not only did it beat Raging Bull, but it also beat out Network and All the President's Men. (laughs) What was the Academy thinking that year? Uh, There are lots of people who think that Brokeback Mountain was robbed, And it was certainly more deserving to win than Crash, which did win that year. Saving Private Ryan lost to Shakespeare in Love. And that was really the first year when Harvey Weinstein pretty much orchestrated that big PR campaign and pretty much uh, seduced, although I don't want to use that word when talking about Harvey Weinstein, but he, he coerced the uh, Academy members to vote for Shakespeare in Love 
over Saving Private Ryan. And then there's Forrest Gump. That one beating out every other candidate and all of those other candidates deserve to win more than Forrest Gump. Citizen Kane. Many regard Citizen Kane as one of the great, if not the greatest movie of all time. Best Picture win? No. Actually, Citizen Kane won only one Academy Award, and that was for the best screenplay. Now, the Coen brothers have had a lot of luck and a lot of love from the Academy, but one of their best movies, of course, was The Big Lebowski. Never got a single nomination. And here's something that you might not know. You probably know that The Godfather won as movie of the year, as well it should. It was a spectacular movie. Well, Francis Ford Coppola did not win the best directing Oscar that year. And usually the movie that wins also has the best director, not that year. Who won the best director that year? Bob Fosse for Cabaret. And the only actor to win as a result of The Godfather was Marlon Brando. Meanwhile, Al Pacino, Robert Duvall, and James Caan all lost to who? To Joel Grey for Cabaret. Vertigo, considered a great movie. That was a Hitchcock classic. Well, that received only two nominations for Best Art Direction and Best Sound. And here's one of my favorite stories. Billy Wilder, who is maybe my all-time favorite filmmaker, great writer, great director, had amazing movies, Sunset Boulevard, Some Like It Hot, Double Indemnity, One, Two, Three, Lost Weekend, Witness for the Prosecution. I could just go on and on the great movies that Billy Wilder made. And one of them was Double Indemnity. And he lost the Best Director Award that year to a guy named Leo McCary for a feel-good, very disposable movie called Going My Way with Bing Crosby. Okay, so Billy Wilder is sitting on the aisle, and they announce Leo McCary, and he comes bounding down the aisle, and Billy Wilder sticks out his foot and trips him, and McCary does a face plant. (laughs) Maybe the greatest Oscar moment ever. Then you have, in terms of deserving Oscars, how about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? Now, they won the best screenplay for Goodwill Hunting, although there's no secret that in Hollywood their draft was heavily rewritten and most believe by William Goldman. And how good could they be as writers if they never wrote another thing? Yeah, but they do have their Oscar, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, best screenplay for Goodwill Hunting. Okay, one year, two sisters were in competition with each other. This goes back a ways. Olivia de Havilland and Joan Fontaine both were nominated, 
and they were both seated at the same table. Back then, the awards were given out at a dinner, much like the Golden Globes are today. Joan won. Olivia did not trip her, but this caused a huge rift in their relationship. Don't you just hate that? I mean, it's just so common in families, isn't it? You know, two sisters vying for an Academy Award. One wins, the other is jealous. Oh, God, how many times have you seen that? Well, it's always tough when you have two stars, especially two diva-type stars, and one is nominated and the other isn't nominated at all. And that's what happened with the movie Whatever Happened to Baby Jane? Remember, there was that miniseries on a couple of years ago, Feud, about that movie and the feud between Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. Betty Davis was nominated. Joan Crawford was not. They didn't like each other before that movie. Needless to say, Joan was not sending Christmas cards to Betty after that. I remember there was one year, probably about 10, 12 years ago, when it was a salute to all of the past Oscar winners. They invited back many, many of the Academy Award-winning actors and actresses, and they were all on stage together. It was quite a moving moment to see all of these great actors. And here's what went through my head. Most of these people are out of work. You know, you had all these Louise Fletchers and Faye Dunaway and people like that. And, you know, they all had their Oscars and none of them were working. So that kind of gives you some perspective on winning the Oscar, doesn't it? Awards can cause a lot of jealousy and that can be very destructive. Now I'm going to uh, turn to the Emmys. And in 1996, Kelsey Grammer was up against John Lithgow, Kelsey for Frazier and John Lithgow for Third Rock from the Sun. And John Lithgow won. And shortly thereafter, Kelsey, kind of a DUI situation, flipped his $60,000 Dodge Viper. So he was rather upset at losing an Emmy. Meanwhile, Kelsey has a bunch of Emmys, but still, uh, he took that very seriously. And yeah, it was a DUI. He checked into the Betty Ford Center shortly thereafter. You know, at least though with movies, you know, they're completed before the awards are handed out. Now on TV, it's very different because you're usually still in production. And believe me, Harmony on the set can be destroyed by one person winning or even one person being nominated and another cast member not. On the Sybil Shepherd sitcom, things were going swimmingly. Everybody loved everybody. It was just a love fest until Sybil Shepherd was not nominated. Christine Baranski was nominated and Christine Baranski won. Well, Sybil Shepherd made her life a living hell from that day on. And I have to say, it is amazing to me 
how that never became an issue on Cheers or Frasier. Now, Ted Danson went a number of years before winning. Meanwhile, the first year of the show, he lost, but Shelley Long won. And do you know who's won more Emmys than any other actor on Cheers? Might surprise you, Rhea Perlman. Did that cause a problem with George Went or Woody Harrelson? Or nope, nope. They were a close-knit group. And the same is true on, on Frasier. Kelsey Grammer never flipped his Viper when David Hyde Pierce won, and I believe David Hyde Pierce won more acting Emmys than anybody on Frasier, but that never was an issue. I was directing Everybody Loves Raymond, and the night of the Emmys, I was going to start directing an episode the following day. Both Ray Romano and Patty Heaton were both nominated. Ray lost, and Patty won. And I thought, oh, man, this is going to be a hell week. And I get there, and it was actually my first directing assignment for Everybody Loves Raymond, so I really didn't know the personalities that well. But I was holding my breath, and when I came in the next day, Ray had a cake there waiting for Patty Heaton and everybody had a party. Oh, I love those people and I love that show. So those are just a couple of notes to get you primed for being disappointed when your favorite movie doesn't win or when movies win that you never heard of. Again, I will be reviewing them and we'll be dropping that podcast as early as we can on Monday morning, and then I'll be sleeping for three days. And that will do it for this shortish version of Hollywood and Levine. Our thanks to Adam and Susie Meister Butler, to Howard Hoffman, and to John Wolfert. If you want to get in touch with me, and you might after my Oscar review, to yell at me because you disagree with everything I said. Hollywood Levine at Outlook.com. Again, that's Hollywood Levine at Outlook.com. Follow me on Twitter at Ken Levine. Follow me on Instagram, Hollywood and Levine. Please subscribe if you haven't already. And I will talk to you Monday morning. Thanks for listening. Hollywood and Levine.